Hello and welcome to the Michael T. Justice Podcast. Thanks for listening, and if you would like to respond to any of the things you hear, please hit me up here on Anchor, or at Twitter, at Michael T. Justice, or Facebook, Michael T. Justice. Hey, hey, everyone, this is Tanika Drake from God's Gift Through His Word, and you're tuned in to Michael T. Justice, so I hope you're going to enjoy the show. On another note, I also am doing a Soul Cow podcast explosion. If you would like to be a part of that, I hope that you will connect with myself or YoVD for more details on the upcoming event. Until then, be blessed, motivated, and inspired. Welcome back to the Michael T. Justice Podcast. I am uh, pushing through the defeatist mentality. I have this critic in my head that just starts talking about whether this is a worthy person or whether I'm wasting my time with this or trying to justify everything. And I've got a list of people that uh, I just keep adding to it. Like when I hear these news reports or things like that and uh or history profiles or anything like that and I go like man that's somebody I want to make sure to add to my list you know and so then I go back and I get the name and I start prejudging so I want to uh say all that because I was kicking myself over like should I skip this person or whatnot uh or not and not remembering the full story of of how that she came to be on my list and as I read through it I think what I'm probably why I probably added her to my list is because of her accomplishments and her proximity to a bunch of Nobel prizes and stuff which she didn't get because and I think that may have been the story that I uh heard uh that prompted me to add her to the list was that, uh, you know, it was because of the attitudes of the day, i.e. the sexism of the day that, uh, that she didn't get the credit for, um, all that she did. And, um, so yeah, that's, that's why I'm going to be adding this person uh, to the list, but, and her name is, uh, Rosalind, uh, Franklin, and, um, I'll, I'll, I'll do her, that deal here in a minute, but, uh, just now, I'm just also focusing on, like, this critical element in my head, uh, I feel like I'm, (laughs) This is what Patrick used to talk about on uh, We Live on a Planet, and hope you're getting better, Patrick. If you get if you hear this, and uh, hope you uh, make it back, buddy. Buddy. Um, but anyway, just this this self doubt that makes me want to like not hit the red button, um, whether it's because I didn't do it yesterday, therefore there's just one more day, so. So, you know, you didn't do it every day. So now you might as well stop or whether it's like I was saying earlier about the whole value judgment and certainly um, 
I feel that way like with my readings of some of the lyrics of the songs and whatnot but I still feel like they're valuable um, and I'm going to be uh, just continue doing my best for what it's worth get that um, but uh, yeah because especially the thing with the songs uh, because a lot of times I think man people already know this song and they're just going to be like you don't even you're not doing anything with it or you know uh, whatever and in actuality not everybody knows the songs not everyone knows what you know and so having the the carriage or whatever to to go ahead and put that out there only increases this the 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 chances that someone will know it you know what I mean and and if you uh and and what I'm doing is is reciting not trying to sing it because then you definitely wouldn't (laughs) hear the lyrics because you would just turn it off but I'm trying to present it in such a way that a I can kind of repackage it to uh, to kind of make a, a long, longer list of, of these uh, profiles for people to be able to you know pique their curiosity like I said and the same thing with the music uh, or with the lyrics and really as I think about it the lyrics will not necessarily be just ly- or the words you should know or words you should hear I think I was saying whatever um is not necessarily for you to go hear that song, but to think about those thoughts. And so in reality, uh, it won't always be um, just some lyrics because I was thinking about a couple of different little short pieces that I've, uh, little fragments from novels and stuff that I've read that uh, would be good uh, for that segment, as well as uh, poems, uh, especially thinking of uh, some Langston Hughes. uh, uh, And um, so, yeah, look forward to that uh, if you're looking forward to anything. But uh, without further ado, and with me trying to keep myself on a path, and it is difficult because these last week or so has been I don't think I've had a day where I've managed to get six hours of sleep uh, in the last week and um, I know that's not healthy so I appreciate you saying that but (laughs) don't bother my (laughs) sister-in-law tagged me earlier this week and I thought would she take a picture of me for and I because I don't do the social media that much and so I got an email saying I'd been tagged and I go to it and it's some other story that she had read that was about the need to get sleep because if not you'll die so I am going to try and do better with that but I was actually sitting here getting ready to go to sleep and I thought now I'm gonna go ahead and do this because it only takes 10 minutes and uh, I appreciate you so much for listening these 10 minutes and hopefully I haven't used up your patience for these two items so here we go with uh, a bio on Rosalind Franklin and uh, this is this will be uh, from a song called For What It's Worth Um, 
I think that uh, a lot of you will have heard that. For What It's Worth is a song by Buffalo Springfield, written by Stephen Stills, and these are the words you should hear. There's something happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. There's a man with a gun over there telling me I got to beware. I think it's time we stop, children. What's that sound? Everybody look what's going down. There's battle lines being drawn. Nobody's right if everybody's wrong. Young people speaking their minds and getting so much resistance from behind. It's time we stop. Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down. What a field day for the heat. A thousand people in the street singing songs and carrying signs. Mostly say, hooray for our side. It's time we stop. Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down. Paranoia strikes deep. Into your life it will creep. It starts when you're always afraid. Step out of line, the man come and take you away. We better stop. Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down. Stop. Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down. In today's society, society there's a lot of reliance on DNA. Um, it's used in courts. People find out about uh, birth defects. People find out their history. Uh, and there's so much uh, that that uh, rests on this technology or on this knowledge that we have. And today I want to talk to you about somebody who was overlooked and uh, perhaps flat out robbed of her contributions to the DNA universe. <laughs> um, who I'm talking about is uh, Dr. Rosalind Franklin. Rosalind Elsie Franklin was a uh, scientist who died at only age 37 in 1958, but in that short amount of time, uh, she had a couple of very critical accomplishments, and so I'm going to just kind of run through a little bit about her um, and start with the fact that, as I said, she was born uh, in 1920 uh, as a, uh, to some fairly well-to-do parents, uh, and she expressed a lot of interest in science uh, in becoming a scientist. Uh, and so she went on to study. Here we go. I'm sorry. Uh, so she went on to study at a couple of different um, universities in Sussex, um, Newnham College in Cambridge. Um, and when she finally was at Cambridge, she was worked under a guy named Ronald George Wayford Norris, who disappointed her for his lack of enthusiasm, and so she accepted an offer uh, in 1942 to go work for the British Coal Utilization Research Association, and her work there uh, helped her uh, 
improve the technology that was used uh, in gas masks in war. Um, and so she helped out there. Uh, later, she became a research associate at King's College in London uh, in 1951, and she worked on X-ray diffraction studies, which eventually helped her come up with uh, a photograph of what was then suspected DNA and completely not understood. She's the one who figured out the double helix, which is that way that the DNA looks like a ladder uh, wrapped inside of itself. Um, and uh, her colleague, uh, what was his name? Maurice Wilkins. Um, okay, so she had a, I'm sorry, she had a disagreement with her colleague, Maurice Wilkins. Aha, uh -huh, the plot thickens. Because Maurice Wilkins shared a picture of this D, this this picture that she was able to get, this x-ray picture of uh, the DNA. It was like just a fragment of a picture in, or of a DNA in a picture. Uh, it's photo 51 is what it's called. Now, he was a partner or, or co-worker with her. He shared this picture with doctors James Watson and Francis Crick those three, Crick, Watson, and Wilkins, eventually shared a Nobel Prize for the discovery of the DNA double helix. Uh, but in reality, it was them seeing a picture that made them go, aha, so this is how that works, and this is what that does. And so they were able to put some models together um, and, and kind of jumpstart uh, their work. Now, the thing is, she didn't know anything about this picture being shared with uh, these guys. And so she spent the time taking, you know, from this picture, working out these calculations for a year uh, to, you know, do her own hard work. Um, now, when she submitted her research paper at about the same time as these other dudes did, they didn't reference her, and when she submitted it to, I'm trying to remember the journal, um, uh, the, the the scientific journals, and they put the 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 work in the same edition, right? So they put this Watson and Crick's paper, and then right after that, her paper, which made it look like she was supporting their data, when in fact their data was based on not her calculations, but on the photo that she had done the work to to find and create um, and get it get it get it going, you know, to find the the catalyst for how this stuff worked. Um, she unfortunately, like I said, she was only she died when she was only thirty seven, so she died not knowing that uh, this picture had been shared with them. And then a few years after she died, uh, they were awarded the Nobel Prize for their discovery of the double helix in the DNA. Uh, that's Critson, Critson. Uh, that's Watson, Crick, and Wilkins. And um, 
they did not award her the uh, or any part of the Nobel Prize because they don't do that uh, after you die. So they don't do posthumous uh, uh, awards. So unfortunately, she was kind of forgotten uh, in the whole thing. But the truth will out. And so the word is out there now. And so uh, people check it out. And I'm going to link a little bit of a video that these seventh graders in California did a few years ago that uh, kind of brought me to tears because it was just so cool. And, and it was just seeing that, uh, like I said, the truth will out, that people will come back. As told by some incredibly talented seventh graders from Oakland, California. If you have any questions about the science, the content, the history, write them in the comments below. And if you stick around till the credits, I'll be back to give you some more information about how you can get involved. Enjoy. Tom, will you tell us the science story? Here we go. Okay, I'm Jenny Ross, and I'm Francis Craig. Craig, 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 Craig. And ain't nobody fresher than Watson and Craig. Craig, 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 Craig. Nobody's making models like Watson and Craig. Craig, 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 Craig. Set for liners, but we beat them to that double heat. That double heat.
Hey, thanks again for checking me out and hit me up on Facebook, Michael T. Justice, Twitter, Michael T. Justice, and of course here at Anchor FM, you can leave a voice message and uh, I would love for any responses and um, requests.